0: the show that takes you behind the scenes of some of your guys's favorite breweries today we're hanging out at wandering hop located in yakima washington you can check these guys out on facebook at wandering hop brewing and on instagram at wandering hop nate thanks for ha- being on the show man wow thanks for having us this is great yeah um so again just like episode one we're going to be doing a flight of beers that he uh totally picked out randomly uh that kind of shows uh kind of what they're all about here at wandering hop but uh the first question, I just kind of want to get your input. Just kind of tell people if they've never been to the brewery,
1: kind of just a bird's eye view of your guys' tap room, what you okay. got going on. So, Wandering Hop is a 21 and over tap room. Um, we do have a small kitchen, so we can offer sandwiches. We've got a Cubano ish, a Reuben which is loved by some. I love like, Rubens. Uh, <laughs> That's my go-to. We always have 11 of our beers on tap. Every once in a while, we'll get a guest tap. Um, and it's usually a close friend of ours, somebody that we've worked with in the past, and we want to showcase what they're doing. Um, we've usually got five to seven guest ciders, wine options, seltzer for the keto-friendly folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have a new patio that I'm finishing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, you know, as we were setting up this time, you were, you know, putting the
0: yeah there's a, the finish, finishing a lot touches of construction on the walls and
1: dust on things <laughs> but yeah we'll have the patio which will be dog friendly originally we were dog friendly in here the kitchen open and that had to change due to health regulations but the patio will always stay dog friendly awesome um, cool, cool yeah. we're dog lovers yeah um and, and where are you located in so New we're York, on north 20th ave um we're not the west valley scene we're not downtown we're kind of that we get called the diamond in the rough for the yeah, cool totally. place on off the beaten path. Yeah. You're like a uh, bunch of homes. And then, right. There's... It's, so when we got this place, I kept telling myself, I was like, it works in Ballard. Please let it work here. Yeah. Because in Ballard, you'll, you'll be standing at a brewery and you'll kind of wander off to take a phone call and you're like, oh, I'm in someone's front yard, <laughs> which you can literally do next to us. So <laughs> we kind of did that model thinking we're going to, we're going to generate some synergy in the town and hopefully it'll catch on. And I mean, it has, there's. Three breweries have already popped open after we have, so it's mm-hmm. great to see the growth in the community. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so let's let's get right to the, okay. the first beer on the flight. What uh, what you got? Picked so out for us. we have the NEIPA, IPA, um, and it's abbreviated, so it is the New England IPA but it didn't fit on a lot of uh, beer menus. So we shortened <laughs> it, which a lot of people call it the Nipah and everyone, it's like an inside joke because it just grinds my gears. And uh-huh. now it's, I laugh at it and I'll refer to it as the Nipah, but so it's the New England IPA. We went to Boston, obviously we're the travel theme brewery. Mm-hmm. We went to Boston and had some of these and I was like, oh my goodness, I've never had anything like this. The hop characters, juicy, it's not that bitterness, which I'm, I absolutely love our Northwest mm-hmm. IPAs, but this was new. Yeah. And our whole point, when we opened, let's bring new things to the Valley, things that we've seen because we get out and travel. Um, A lot of people don't get to leave the area and really see what's out there in the beer community. So we wanted to bring that back. And that originally was our focal point is I wanted to nail this down and I spent a ridiculous amount of time, Mm -hmm. energy, hops, money trying to perfect this thing. Um, And actually yesterday or two days ago, was our two year anniversary. This was the very first keg we ever sold in Yakima to the beer shop and it was the New England IPA. Oh, wow. Right. Um, so it's exciting to pour this and actually drink it because it's, it's its birthday, I guess, so. That's awesome, cheers. Yeah, cheers.
0: So, and then what's the percentage on that? So that <laughs> yeah. one,
1: I know I always have to look. It's 6.3. Everybody does, yeah. Yeah, it's 6.3% <laughs> and I knew that. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. The beer's gotten even more special to us because we've formed relationships in the hop community. Andy Roy from Roy Farms, great guy. He's visited quite often, but Azaka, that's their hop. Mm-hmm. And so we proudly brew that in there. We swapped out another hop, not knowing that that was theirs and that they were good friends, and we tried it out. I was like, oh, it was a huge improvement. So we switched it out, threw an Azaka, and it's been a game changer. So awesome. it's nice, yeah. That's cool. Um, so... So we can just sip on this now okay, as cool. we, as we keep chatting, yeah. but,
0: um, so you kind of briefed on, you talked on like, you know, you're the traveling, like right. kind of brewery. That's kind of your thing. Wandering hop. Um, I kind of want to go back to like where you guys got started, okay. you know, how did the the logo come about? Where did the name come from? Maybe okay. a little bit further into, you know, traveling for people that you okay. know might not be able to
1: that okay. kind of story there that you got. So the logo came when my wife and I were in downtown Bellevue. We were at Bellevue Brewing Company and we were discussing like the vision, the dream, and I originally drew this little hop with its hand on its hips on a circle coaster. Like I flipped over somebody's coaster and started drawing it, but it had like a beach, skyscrapers and all these different scenes basically little footsteps leading up to it and I sent that to my friend I was like can you make this less crappy because he's an artist very talented guy and he sent me back the first version of our logo Mm -hmm. and it had some people remember it from being my personal Instagram friends and it had just like these dilated crazy lunatic eyes (laughs) and this crazy smile with terrifying teeth so we had to like figure out how are we going to make these eyes better? And we kept going after it and yeah. after it and after it. And I was like, what if he's just a cool dude wearing shades yeah, and right. he's just smirking? Yeah. Because does, he, I, does he have the same eyes just underneath the shades? Know, under, underneath the <laughs> eyes are haunting. <laughs> so that's, that, I mean, it started on a receipt, on the back of a receipt on a coaster. And wow. I just kept sending him photos. He'd send me proofs and we'd go back and forth. And I didn't want to hurt his feelings at first. So I was like, no, that looks cool. And then finally one day you're just like, all right, Here's my dream. Try and draw this. Yeah, yeah. Even though we're 305 miles apart, try and do this. That's crazy. Yeah. As was the the stick and the little the s- sack always
0: been a part of yeah, the idea? Yeah. The little yeah.
1: stick and sack was part of it. Um, originally, it just looked like a broomstick, mm-hmm. and it was like this perfect circle. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we finally tweaked it enough that it's he just grabbed the stick out of the woods and tied up the old bandana. I don't know what the proper term for that is. It's right. Like yeah. A, I can't uh, remember what they're called. A bindle. It's something like that. We yeah. had one of those late night beer chats. Right. To I knew out their bandanas they're bandanas, yeah. no idea
0: what the proper yeah. name is. Um, so, and then the name, were you, were you just a traveler that always went to breweries? Wandering and hump, then... yeah.
1: It was, my wife and I, when we were, when we first started dating, I remember I talked about how I like to just travel, go to new places, and I love beer, obviously. And she had never really traveled. I was like, okay, well, we should, we should plan a trip. And like three months into dating, this is the wild card in me. I was like, you've never been to Vegas. Oh, I go all the time. We should totally book a non-refundable flight after <laughs> knowing each other for three months. And yeah, it was one of the best Vegas trips I've ever had. Uh, we had a blast and yeah. it just kind of continued that, but everywhere we would go, we would try and find like a, a new brewery or just that hole in the wall, like bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah totally and i'm a huge fan of zane lamprey's drinking made easy three sheets his drinking tv show Mm -hmm. that that was like a big spark for us i i remember watching that a long time ago when i had just gotten into beer and i was like this man is making a living off of just traveling and having fun yeah i was like i could i could i would love to do that right um but i just yeah we got addicted to finding unique little spots and stories to bring back to our friends or take them with us and show everything off so that's really where it was born we just started hitting breweries and bars and it had to be unique it's not like oh we're there's seven bars in a row let's just go inside every right. single one it right was, it needed to be something special
0: mm-hmm. and them. then the name
1: just kind of naturally happened yeah like we were yakima so hop and then yeah, wandering we went back and forth on tons of different names uh-huh. like do we, do we make it about a family thing? Like use our last name. I don't want to put my name into it and don't look at the beer names behind us. Cause my name's in like three of them. <laughs> but we wanted to do something that kind of showcased traveling. And I mean, it took forever. And finally I was like that logo that I drew. I was like, it's just a little wandering hop guy, mm-hmm. wandering hop. Boom! It's <laughs> yeah. like, that's perfect. So that's, that's awesome.
0: kind of where we went. Yeah. Cool, man. I mean, it's, it's cool to have a story behind it. I mean, you, you see the names and you're like, how did that happen? Um, so it's, it's, it's cool to, to kind of know that, that backstory. Um, how'd you, how'd you get started? I mean, I've talked to you briefly just coming in like before the show and everything sitting at the bar and you kind of talking
1: about the struggles with, you know, regulation and then
0: just, and then all the work, you know, obviously.
1: So I had worked for, I mean, my original backgrounds in it, um, and one of my coworkers was a home brewer and kept talking about how much fun it was. So I got into it and I had homebrewed probably two or three times. The results were questionable <laughs> suspects, yeah. if you will. You're like, all right, good uh, enough. Let's yeah, make a brewery. It's like, Hey, this has <laughs> alcohol in it. This, people will like this. It's free beer. Who's going to say no. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's a whole nother problem when starting a brewery. Mm-hmm. You go to give beer to your friends. Like, what do you think? Yeah. It's free. They it's love great. it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. This is the Keep best up, I've ever had. Yeah, Keep I'll it. take more. <laughs> um, but I was working for a family, and my dad's always telling me I need to find my own pie. My own, instead of a piece of someone's pie, start my own pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And asked me what I was passionate about. And I told him beer. And I said I wanted to open a brewery. And he looked at me and said, Well, have you brewed before? That's yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was twice semi confidently <laughs> yes. But I know myself. If I really want something, I'll dedicate way too much time to it right um, and so we ended up buying a pilot system we remodeled the garage in the home we had plumbed it ran some electrical and I started doing pilot batches every Thursday for like a year and a half mm-hmm. I was just brewing dumping brewing and because I'd grown up in Yakima I could just bring a growler into like the beer shop sports center the pub and just They'd hand out samples, and I would just sit there quietly and listen to what everyone at the bar had to say. Oh, man, that's interesting. So you, you actually get true feedback. Somebody yeah. will drink it, set it back down, and excuse themselves to the bathroom because it was just horrible. But <laughs> none of your friends will ever tell you that right. usually. So we got some of the best feedback possible, and I was a just a note taker. So I yeah. always knew what we could change, what we did wrong, what we needed to adapt and adjust. And so it just it got like a wildfire. Yeah. I what mean, was it, the, the pilot system? What that consist of? Like so how, how big were you doing? We kind of got carried away. We had a lot of friends in the industry um, and we got connected to the owner of More Beer. Um, I don't know that he wanted me to have his direct line, but I called him and was like, I need a pilot system. <laughs> and, and just caught him off guard and he put me in touch with their sales guy. They took really good care of us. Nice. Um, and we ended up getting a 20-gallon pilot system a little bit of automation to it, which Mm -hmm. was nice. It would have been nicer if I even knew how to use it when we first got it, so I did everything as manually and physically demanding as possible. Mm -hmm. I've always made everything hard for myself since the get-go. Yeah, well, we Um, were filming you, it was fun. Yeah. Just how hands-on you guys are. When I'm trying to look over, cut, don't don't see this, this is horrible. (laughs) I'm looking directly into a moving pump. Um, But yeah, everything's, we've never had it easy. It's, everything's been kind of a challenge. The pilot system, it was great, but when we first opened, our main brew house wasn't online. So I was keeping this place running. We had usually six to eight beers on tap that I was brewing a half barrel at a time, mm-hmm. which once you get into the keg and you account for foam loss, maybe 110 pints. And it yeah. took me two weeks to make that. Yeah. So I was brewing seven days a week. I'd get up, just go straight into brewing. Um, and it just never ended. And it was like eight months of that before we finally got the main system running. Yeah. And going from the garage to three and a half barrels, which still is extremely tiny mm. today. But to me, it was huge. Yeah. I'm used to being able to pick up and dump out. Right. And these ones, it's like, oh, so that's there forever. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was a bit of a challenge. Yeah. So it um, was pretty
0: crazy so in you guys always you always had a few quite a few on on
1: tap yeah
0: yeah even at in the early times I so. remember
1: when we launched I had that wonderful idea let's just have something for everyone which mm-hmm. it's not possible yeah I and mean, we've tried countless times if we if we dial back the IPAs and bring on some of the other things immediately where's all the IPAs so it's, yeah we're it's we're just juggling whatever <laughs> I'm in the mood for that morning yeah it's yeah. really there's no schedule no calendar it's However, I wake up that day, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, and whatever whatever you're in the mood for, which right. we'll kind of get to yeah, when we exactly. when we talk
0: later. But god like, uh, oh,
1: last night at dinner, I had an amber. I like that. I think we should brew one tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. that's that's pretty much that's how it goes. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, what uh, what's next
0: on the on the So flights? next,
1: yeah. <laughs> Look at me talking away. Yeah. So next is tastes like home. Originally named it Hop Country Roads because the song by John Denver was on Take Country Roads. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Hop Country Roads, and I was all excited and it tasted great. And I remember sitting down, going to add it to Untapped, and I opened up Instagram, and Breaker's newest can was Hop Country. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll find a different name. <laughs> I love them Beat to, me to the punch. We, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. Yeah. So anything I can do to help them or not getting their way mm-hmm. so renaming the beer it was like that's not a problem right and because it was two of our favorite hops in this it tastes like home so yeah. when we're on the road like if we're in the midwest and we're drinking more maltier beers with the less aggressive hops and i'm like ah i really want something from back home yeah so when we do get home from traveling and you have a sip it's like yep this tastes like home <laughs> that's so that's awesome. where that came from yeah
0: cool um and then so it's it's hazy like a lot of your beers are one.
1: so this one wasn't intentionally meant to be hazy Mm -hmm. Uh, we switched up our grain profile we usually use two row and everything it's a very very common base malt and we switched over to a pilsner malt and tried to lighten up the body get a little bit away from the grain so you could really taste the hops in it Mm -hmm. and of course because we're us it's hazy Right. Just yeah. Like Somehow it's hazy. I know. <laughs> I looked at it crossed, and it went hazy. So That's funny.
0: And the alcohol on this
1: one, too. Is this one here? Tastes like home. Kind of varies. It tastes um, like home. Seven. Seven percent. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: We try and keep this one a little higher. Um, and it's also a new yeast strain to us. Mm-hmm. We tried to create more relationships with a lot of the people in the area. Most of the yeast is coming from the northwest. Mm. Um, you've got. Y Yeast in Hood River and then Imperial in Portland. And we met them when we were in Denver. And I liked both of them. And I'm one of those people I want to share my business with everyone, not just pinpoint one. Right. Spread yeah. the love. So we use a yeast strain from them to make this beer and I absolutely love it. It's it tastes like home. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So it would taste
0: like home, and you talked about like you guys brew like you know, whatever you're feeling you know, that, yeah. you know, we had national donut day and you guys did like a donut beer yeah, and donut then you've beer. done cereal beer before. Um, how do you guys come up with the, the zaniness and, so, and pull it off, so, you know, and it actually tastes good.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of it's me at the grocery store getting wild ideas and mm-hmm. yeah. So it tastes like home. I was at home watching my little one. My mm-hmm. wife was away and I was watching him. He went down for a nap and I sat down, I cracked a Field 41, I remember it vividly, and I started reading some of my old homebrew magazines, and they did an interview with The Alchemist, um, Focal Banger, Heady Topper, those guys, Mm -hmm. and I remember reading through it, and some of their methods, and I was like, that's different, we've never even thought about doing anything like that, we could play around with that, Mm -hmm. and I ordered the yeast that day, and we sat down, I wrote a new recipe, because normally we just do a massive, rush of hops at the very end um some of our beers they're throughout the boil but this one i was like we could we could hop it throughout and keep it nice and balanced it's not aggressively juicy or hoppy it's kind of a in between kind of our two passions like i love a good northwest bitter piney ipa but i also love the juicy east coast ipa yeah it's like so we tried to find something in the middle and Mm -hmm. yeah it was just me reading a magazine and yeah Three beers later, I wrote a really good recipe, apparently. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So,
0: so, I mean, I know there's other breweries doing it and stuff like that, but, like, what, what's it like to brew a beer and then just throw a bunch of cereal into it? Like, or
1: donuts, or a cake, like, when you do yeah. the birthday cake so, stuff. Like, what's that? It, the first time I did it with the Fruity Pebbles, I remember we were out just grocery shopping, and I saw massive bags of Fruity Pebbles, and it said gluten-free. I was like, well... We could just buy these, and if this doesn't turn out, it wasn't a big loss. And I was thinking gluten-free because everything I get that's gluten-free holds itself together so much better. Like my wife's Mm. dairy-free cheese, it does not melt. I mean, (laughs) those things just stay how they are. And I was thinking in my head, maybe the Fruity Pebbles would do the same thing instead of turning into pure mush and clogging the mash tun. Right. So we wanted to do a wandering conjuring. I wanted to get every one of my staff members, which at the time was me, my brother, and Charisma, And we just said, let's get together, this will be off the clock, and we're just gonna sample some beers and have some fun. If it doesn't turn out, it doesn't turn out. Mm -hmm. Not a big loss, because it was just a half barrel batch. Mm -hmm. And I remember when we poured it in, it smelled amazing, and we sampled it. It was like, okay, this might actually work. And by the end of it, when we had it fermenting away and I kept sampling, it was like, okay, Confidence levels yeah. getting pretty high. Right. And the same thing with the birthday cake beer. We had been open for almost a year, and I was at the grocery store grabbing a water bottle. And I was like, man, it's our birthday. I should get candles and do some cool post. And then I saw a birthday cake. And I was like, well, the inner child in me is taking over, so we're going to throw birthday cake into a beer. Mm-hmm. And all I figured, it's it's grain at one point. Eh. it won't really contribute anything but it'll look really cool Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it actually did give some flavor to it yeah i figured we'd just throw something in it'd be one of those flashy little moments on instagram people might say oh wow wandering hop we've never heard of them they threw cake and beer we should go visit and it did it definitely worked yeah but the beer turned out so good yeah we constantly get asked hey you're the birthday cake beer guys are you doing that again it's mm-hmm. like, well when we turn two yep only we'll do like seven times more than we did that's awesome which means i'm gonna go to costco and get like a massive sheet cake with our name on it throw the whole thing in yeah that'd be a good photo i don't <laughs> have to clean it so it's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it'll
1: be fun yeah are,
0: are you are you throwing that in like when you're doing the grain part we throw stuff it in, like in the mash yeah, yeah so after
1: yeah. all the grains gone in i just slap it on top of mm-hmm. the mash and everyone can see it because then when we go to rinse or sparge it just kind of turns into this clumpy mess of sadness. Yeah. So it's good to just get it done, take your pictures, and you're and kind scooping of... it out with. Yeah. So I always have to message the farmer who picks up our grain. I'm like, hey, don't be weirded out. This one has like cookies in it, or there's cake in this one, or mm-hmm. five boxes of graham crackers. Like, please don't be eyes, weirded all right, out. Yeah. Fine. He's just like, well, okay, pigs will like it. Perfect. <laughs> that's what we're going for. Oh, that's that's what that's used for. Yeah, no, it's pig feed and. Um, Mostly pig feed for oh. this farmer and cow feed. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I was always curious where the the grain went.
1: So if we ever expand and get crazy and get a restaurant, we'll hopefully get to emulate some of our heroes and do like the burgers are made with beef from this farm, which our beer feeds. Mm. So that was always our end game, basically. Yeah, we that's wanted pretty cool. To like work with more of the agriculture in the area because growing up in Yakima I was like, oh, I can't wait to move away, and now that. We' in the beer industry it's like, oh my gosh I'm so glad we're here we have yeah. everything at our disposal all right I mean hops are two miles that way we've got all the agriculture in the world It's mm. perfect yeah so I want to use more of it that's awesome
0: um, so much much like the the cake and the in the donut and stuff like that and you you've done red beers and stuff like just things that I just don't normally see breweries right. typically do uh, at their tap room at least. Um, is there anything on the horizon
1: that you might want to like disclose or anything like that? Nothing I can really think of. Yeah, it, um, it's pretty
0: spur of the moment, it sounds yeah, like, it's, when you're when you're talking I about it. I think
1: I'm one of those people, if I tried to plan it, it would just go horribly. But if yeah. I just showed up last minute and was like, Trevor, look over there, just dump a bucket of whatever I felt like, that, that works a lot better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I wish I had something on the horizon. We're just trying to... Actually, we're doing... Some new milkshake IPAs. Um, we've got a lot of customers who are lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. so we're going to start messing around with, like, an almond milk or a cashew milk or oat milk. Just another way to do something for everyone, like mm-hmm. going back to that. Um, but we're going to do blueberries and peaches in one of the next ones um, and try and work with a lot of the produce stands. Cool. Find other ways to get more various fruits into our milkshake IPAs.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you, that's a recent thing, or has that always been...
1: The milkshake probably happened a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And it it took off way more than I ever expected. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, we did a tasting where you were pouring, you know, the milkshakes in <clears and> the in <throat> the and the in the tap or not the tap room, but the, the brewery part,
1: and uh, you mixing them, and it's, it's yeah. just cool. I mean, we did a strawberry milkshake and then a mango milkshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, and we've got a couple of customers who will blend our beers mm-hmm. and do all the scientific work for me, mm-hmm. um, which is great. <laughs> Thank like, you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the mango and strawberry together was perfect. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that one actually tomorrow, mango and strawberry going into three barrels of the milkshake. Um, our game plan for the festival season is just milkshake IPA mm-hmm. in summer. It's hot, refreshing fruit, yeah. and a light, light body beer. Awesome. So instead of committing ourselves to eight different beers for eight different festivals, I just said let's do one beer. That way, everyone knows what they're getting, and right, yeah, it's something they can come here and get as well. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being a one-time thing, sorry, it's gone. Right, I'll add it to my list. Cool. Yeah, awesome. What's uh, speaking of lists? What's what's next on so the list? So next yeah. is three six nine. <laughs> Damn, she fine. Um, this is a staple. Yeah, this is, this is one of the originals. So a lot of people love this beer based purely on the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Mosaic hops and that's hundred percent of what's in here. And the reason for the name is I was in a pinch. We opened in like an hour mm-hmm. and I had just kegged this, didn't know what to call it. And I was pacing around and back and forth. And I was like, okay, Mosaic, 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 Googled Mosaic, pulled it up, HBC 369. And the music cued. <laughs> I was like, yep, this is called 369. Damn she fine. That's awesome. Yeah. And you I can't even tell you how many people walk up and they'll see it and they'll start singing. Mm-hmm. Give me one of those. I don't even like IPAs, but I want one of those. I gotta try like, that. Perfect. Like, yeah. It worked. <laughs> that's so, I like I like committing
0: to beers yeah. too. Like I don't want a sample, just yep. give me a pint of that. That's yeah. that's what I want.
1: So that one, I mean, and this this specific mm-hmm. pour is double dry hopped. We had a lot of mosaic in our walk-in. I was like, well, you should probably start using some of this. I'll be pretty angry if we let some of this get too old. And it's like, yeah, let's double dry hop it and have some fun. Plus, it was Seattle Beer Week, and we wanted to bring something fun. Yeah, yeah, that is fun. That'll uh,
0: grab the attention of of people lining up. Um, Apparently, I need new glasses. What's the? um,
1: 369 is 6.8. Normally, it's 6.9. yeah. And we always keep it on tap nine,
0: but I yeah. was cool of you to like stay honest and yeah. not just put the nine in there for I the sake of putting
1: the nine in there. And that's us too. <laughs> that's awesome. Super honest here. Cool. Yeah. Three, six nines always been one of our staples. Nothing's really changing with that one. Nice.
0: So, um, I guess the, the next thing I really want to talk to you specifically about is just all the collaborations, and yep. what that's all about. Um, I mean, you do a ton with Bellbreaker and everybody around.
1: So like, collaborations, yeah. It's my dad's going to see this. Um, it's <laughs> it's really like a break for the breweries. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's it's work and we're brewing, but at the same time we're having fun. We get to play around a lot, and it's it's a one off, so it's not. We're trying to make this beer exactly the way it should be. It's mm-hmm. this is new uncharted territory. So like our most recent one was the Bellbreaker. Collab that we did, Careless mm-hmm. Whirlpool, um, that was that was nuts. has never been the hazy brewery, and that was our thing, yeah. And we went over there, and they had new techniques, and we brought a little bit of what we do. They brought what they do, and I mean, this beer is like a month old, and it is still yeah beautifully hazy, and it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So that was a really cool collab. Uh, six years ago, I was sitting at Bailbreaker, like just wishing I could be a part of that industry. Mm-hmm. I was there their first day that they opened. And I remember sitting there and there's a photo of me just staring like in excitement. And we brewed our first collab with them on their fifth anniversary, the day of their fifth anniversary. Oh, wow. That's pretty And like in the middle of the brew, my phone gives me an alert. Here's your five year ago memory. And it's like, okay, what is it? Oh, I was literally sitting here wishing I could be a part of this. And, <laughs> and now you know I am. am. That's awesome. And it was one of those little fanboy moments where I just kind of stood back and took it all in. It was, it was great. And we just recently did a collab with Varietal and The Hop and Hound in Bothell for their fifth anniversary. Which I, all the recent collabs are mind blowing to me. I remember when we opened, I figured we'd just be this little Mon brewery and we'd, we'd start getting some traction and we'd grow. But now we're a part of collabs for Killer Tap Rooms in Seattle. It's, it's mind blowing to me. I, I don't know, I'm humbled by it. It's it's great. So he he had a crazy weekend. I say he, Eric, the owner of the Hop and Hound, they had a crazy fifth anniversary. They had custom glassware and t-shirts and it shows varietal beer and wandering hop on it. It was it was super cool to see. They dropped us off some stickers. I was like, That's that's our name. We're that's us. Yeah. We did it. So it's been really fun. So so it's laid back. How does how does the recipe come about or is that just over a text message? Like how do you guys determine like what so, you're doing? The bill breaker one, I sat down with Kevin Smith. Um, we had more than enough pints and just kind of wrote it out. He had his laptop going, I threw in what we use, he said what they use and we kind of just blend the two styles. And I mean, this is really a showcase of what both of us do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they hopped the hell out of it in the best way possible. Yeah, They showed us some techniques. And we do, we do a little trick with our whirlpool and kind of gave it the name and also careless Whisper played. And for the next three hours, we couldn't stop whistling the theme. So <laughs> that's stuck there now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's where that came from. Very cool. Um, so that's that beer.
0: Yeah.
1: So, but
0: I raced ahead. Like, yeah. You raced ahead. You're, you're, I you're raced raced ahead. Ahead. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so with with collaborations do you do you have
1: any on the horizon are you we really do other um, ones so one of my good friends just went traveling he hit everything in the northwest that he could he went to bellingham tons of cities i'm not going to remember the names of uh-huh. yeah totally. uh, but he did me a favor and dropped off a crawler to one of our other influences which was three magnets in olympia mm-hmm. absolutely love their beer what they're doing and their head brewer gave the business card, and had my friend send me a picture of it, he's like, have him get a hold of me. So hopefully we can do something in the future soon. Um, Boundary Bay out of Bellingham, the owner approached me and said, we need to keep in contact. We need to get something rolling. Mm-hmm. You guys make great stuff. So it was super cool. That's cool. And that's we, just kind of how they all happen. Yeah, It's, it's like, hey, it's, we, you know, we, we need to do something together. Yeah, you find somebody who's similar to your style, or you love what they're doing, yeah, or you're just out drinking one night, you make great friends with a stranger and they happen to be a brewer too. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's how most of them have started. Uh-huh. Like the It one, we've known those guys for a long time. We met them at a festival a couple years ago and then we stayed in contact. And now every time we go to Leavenworth, we have to pop into Blewett, have some pizza. and Those <laughs> guys are great. Our collab, our collab was uh, a bit of a show. We, we did the Death by Donuts. It was a double batch, it was about a 10 or 11 hour brew day, we had 40 pounds of donuts, pastries, a gallon of maple syrup, and two pounds of cinnamon sticks. Mm-hmm. And the thing was absolutely out of hand. It was new, nobody, nobody locally had done anything weird like that, mm-hmm. probably for good reason. But <laughs> it turned out, yeah. and it's, it was a great beer. But after we got done with that, we went to oh God, Icicle, and their brewers had just got done brewing. So you put six brewers at one table, yeah. and beers were flowing. And mm-hmm. fast forward to the next morning, I woke up on their floor with a half-deflated air mattress. We moved all the furniture out of their tap room and restaurant, mm. and we all slept on uh, air mattresses and cots and whatever we had. And there was some great photos on my phone. I jumped a fence and pet a goat. So that was a good time. <laughs> a goat. It was It was... Was it warm out or cold? I always think cold. It was pretty cold. Yeah. yeah. But... I made some poor choices. I had a great time. It was one of the most memorable collabs mm-hmm. uh, and their surveillance footage that they text me every once in a while is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was a good time.
0: So, so you, uh, um, I mean, you typically go to their brewery and do yeah, the collabs.
1: Yeah, I, I like brewing at our brewery, but everyone else typically has. A nicer system yeah <laughs> Put it totally. easily yeah ours has its quirks it's one of those things where oh no you have to hit it with a hammer on this side <laughs> right and that. i know our brew house very well mm-hmm. uh, so it's easier for me to just so are you driving back to their place to grab the cakes to bring them back yeah here, it's it's blue it, those guys do. are way too nice they actually drove them down here uh dropped them off and i still had a couple hours of work to do so they went to single hill I sent them straight over there. I was like, go check it out. Have a good time. And I got a text. And they're like, worst brewery ever. I was like, what happened? And I get a picture. Ben, their brewer, went to take a sip of beer and bird shit right on his hand. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So it was just, yeah, the camaraderie and the ridiculous things that happened between us Mm -hmm. all. I love it.
0: That's funny. Um, So I don't really know what to do at this point because you already talked about this beer. But just give me a quick... Flyby of it. Okay. Um, so, did you, you talk about the name? I mean, obviously, it's a quiet yeah, beer, and World. you came up with it, and right. that's because they,
1: yeah, they do the well.
0: There, that's they Casey, have that there
1: Casey out of Billbreaker had his playlist going, and Careless right. Whisper. That's right. by Wham, not George Michael's. It was Wham. <laughs> was playing, and for the next three hours, you would just kind of be brewing, doing stuff, and you'd start whistling the theme. And you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot make it stop. I was like, we should totally name the brew after this. Careless Whirlpool. Yeah. And Kevin Smith's like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Th- there we go. Because yeah. normally beer names take so long to come up with. Yeah. Somebody's already done it, or who knows, it's offensive, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. It's, right. Everything's always taken. When you're looking at names, are you looking just, like, worldwide, or just kind of local? I open if up, if it's beer local, advocate it's And untapped. And yeah. if they're not within, like, a thousand... 500 miles of me yeah. I'm like that's a safe thing yeah I'm using it Yeah. <laughs> or if it's like an AB brewery I'm like still gonna steal it yeah we yeah. accidentally did that the beer we brewed today was Spruce Almighty mm-hmm. it was the Spruce Tips that we picked camping last week uh-huh. double IPA Spruce Almighty was genius mm-hmm. I released it and I went to check and see how it was doing and the first one that popped up wasn't ours it was like that's the one I forgot to look up yeah and it was, you it keep, was uh, you're keeping the name yeah yeah yeah, because I, deep down I would love to get a season assist from Anheuser Busch. Maybe something else to frame up on the wall. Yeah, right. put it up on the <laughs> yeah. yeah. season like, assist. Hey, look what we did! This, this is, is the email. Yep, <laughs> that's funny. Very cool. <laughs> if they send the Bud night in though,
0: that might it might get escalated. That'd be terrifying. And then alcohol on this, just because I want
1: you to say it. For seven point four. Say it again. Oh, it's seven point four. Seven point four. Without oh. even looking, mm-hmm. I had it. Yeah, this beer. They had access, so when we discussed the hop profile, Kevin mentioned a hop that I had never heard of, which surprised me because I usually pay way too much attention to hops. Mm-hmm. And it was an experimental Australian. I was like, I don't even know, need to know anything about it. Throw it in, let's do it. This mm-hmm. sounds great. So <laughs> this thing got hopped heavily. Yeah. And it's still holding up. I mean, it's over a month old and it's killer. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, so the last thing I want to do, just kind of like some random questions with you, okay. and then you can plug kind of whatever you got going on, okay. um, if you if you've got anything, and then we'll kind of wrap the show up. Okay. Um, but the the first question is: so breweries go to to events and stuff. What what's the craziest event story? because you get the people that are like, what's the highest alcohol content? Right. And hand you a glass. Like, what's do you have any crazy crazy stories that
1: remember? Fresh Hop last year got pretty insane. Yeah. Um, At one point, somebody said, Nate, you need to step out and go look at the lines really quick. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting to the very end of the line, and it was our idols, of course. Cloudburst, Holy Mountain, and then us. We had the three biggest lines. Yeah, and it was one of those big goosebump moments and I probably did like a peacock pose and kind of looked back and forth but it was <laughs> yeah. that was nuts and then what led to that was because we like monsters did a fresh hop milkshake IPA uh-huh. and by the time word had gotten around that keg had already blown I didn't think it would be that big and I was also kind of like we're going to get so much hate for doing this yeah. we put fresh hop and vanilla and lactose in a beer but People had found out about it, heard it was a thing, thought it was great. And so our line was out of control, and they're like, where's the milkshake? And I was like, oh, it's gone. Mm. And then they would just stand there angrily gripping the table. And it's like, I don't have an answer for this. There's like a line of 200 people about to riot, right? Yeah, (laughs) it's like, we're... I'm gonna go take a bathroom, break, mm. somebody else is in charge. Guests or volunteers, somebody help. It, <laughs> that was a bit nuts. That's cool, you're working the line. Typically yeah, brewery the whole time. Tip it
0: you know, working the line.
1: I've had a, like. a fresh Hop curse where our good friends kept getting married on the day of fresh Me Hop. too, man. I missed last year. No offense guys, but right? I missed last
0: year and, and there's another wedding, another friend's wedding this year on that day. And they they, they're saying that we'll be able to go to the fresh hop because it'll be an early wedding. Okay. okay. So I'm right there with you. Anyways, we missed
1: two back to back.
0: Yeah, that's that's right. I had to do
1: all the brewing, the setup, (laughs) and then leave. Yeah. So it's like I never really got to enjoy it. So this year I was like, I'm standing behind the counter the whole time. Yeah. Um, This year is gonna be a challenge. We're speaking of traveling. We are leaving 5:30 a.m. the day after fresh hop to hop on a plane for Hawaii. Yeah. to go see a friend get married. At least she did it the after. So that was cool. That's cool. That's yeah. We'll see how well I, I appear that day.
0: Um, another random question. I mean, we were, we were filming you guys brewing, um, and mm-hmm. I thought it was super funny, but uh, what kind of music are you guys listening to? Oh, you, man, you guys no. gotta, had an early morning music playlist,
1: <laughs> and then an afternoon playlist. So our brew days are fairly long, 11 to, yeah, about 11 hours. It starts off some heavy metal, I think game right angry, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Angry screamo. And then that starts to get annoying. And we switch over to Taylor Swift. That's our thing. We have every other Friday. It started with me. Every other Friday is payday. Mm-hmm. And I would just blast Taylor Swift for no reason and make everyone listen to it before they could get their paychecks. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that started. <laughs> then I dubbed it Tay-Tay Payday. And we even made a beer Tay-Tay Payday. It was the Blueberry Milkshake IPA. That's funny. Yeah, and so we go from, like, Asking Alexandria to Taylor Swift to, like, Mozart to back to Bring Me the Horizon, more angry music. And then at one point, it just, sometimes the music's not even on, and we're just kind of whistling over each other. Yeah, you. There's a lot of shenanigans. There's, it's a lot of it's me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, I feel bad. Like we're supposed, I'm supposed to set this example. Like, hey, let's let's stay focused here. Yeah, but I'm also throwing pranks in the middle of a brew day, and I like to keep it interesting and fun. I don't know. If something's the same every single day, it gets boring. Yeah. There's a,
0: a clip of him in a hop or not a hop, but a grain sack hopping
1: around. Oh yeah, I'll have to put that. In the video. I really wanted to know how that would go down. I'll, I'll put that in
0: the video for sure for the brewing process video that we do. Or, it's or part, of it. part of that. Yeah,
1: it's a crucial.
0: So it's last question before we kind of wrap things okay. up: um, from opening day when you guys opened up till now, what was the most um, surprising thing that like you just didn't expect to like? You know, whether that's like how cool the industry is or just. This, wow,
1: yeah, out of of everything you've experienced as a brewery? That's a good question. Like, Um, uh, yeah. I think the hospitality from all the other breweries. I came from a sales background after IT, and, I mean, sales is a cutthroat industry. Trying to be that much better than the next person. And with the brewing industry, it was, I had a problem. Four brewers show up, and they're like, well, this is how you fix that. And in, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, why are they telling you're me this? They're giving me secrets. What's, what's, there? The what's yeah. there?: Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's never been that way. It's yeah. open doors. Oh, yeah. you want to brew that beer? Here's the recipe, print it out. I like things, give me my notes. I, that blew my mind. It was, and it's still my dad, he's the same way. He's running the commercial cleaning company and sales. And when I tell him, oh, they gave us this and they helped us with this kind of pauses because it's, yeah. it's, it's it's unusual casual. yeah, yeah. It, it's so weird but all of us just want to help each other especially in the yakima valley when whenever we travel people are like oh you're from yakima why are you here you guys have all the hops you probably have a ton of breweries and when we first started traveling we had three mm-hmm. and like we don't so yeah. we're trying to figure out what we can bring back to the area and help grow because we i i mean we live here this is our permanent home i want to grow the community and be a bigger part of the city
0: yeah. So, I mean, I
1: was flipping through your Instagram page, and you talked,
0: like, oh, you know, I just want to shout out to um, Bailbreaker, and then Yak McCraft, letting you guys clean your guys' kegs, yeah. and then there was a photo of you, like, Hey, we can clean our own Yeah, you know, we our went, our like, cases. a year without a keg washer. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. just how the, they kind of rallied
1: behind you, and we're like, yeah.
0: I think if, if, we, think if we, if we if were at... we were at
1: clean kegs, we probably would have just shut down. Yeah, what do you do at that We point? had nothing to do, and yeah. they... Every single time we needed him. I know there was times we showed up at the absolute worst times. Yeah. And I you said the they're just like, in the post, yeah. Yep. Wash him. It's <laughs> was like I will do everything I can for the rest of my life to make up for this. Yeah. I have just didn't I haven't yeah. I have a debt that I can never repay. Cool. So I'm super grateful for the community and the breweries. Other than that, I can't what was
0: that was I mean, this is the, the most a, surprising thing. Uh, I mean that you
1: you, you summed it up. Probably that. Yeah. Also the amount of people who really followed our brewery. I mean, I was just talking to my wife about this last night, Chuck's Hop Shop in Seattle, amazing beer shop. We absolutely love that place. And I remember when we hadn't opened, we were still an idea and we were doing things and we sat down, had a flight there. And I was like, this place is incredible. They have all the beers I love in one spot. Fast forward to now, we're painted on a permanent mural that they have. Mm -hmm. Like our name is up there with a little sign and it's mind-blowing to me. Just like I was saying about the collaboration with Hoppin' Hound. I I never saw this coming. One of my favorite customers, EJ, tattooed our logo on his wrist. Wow. His very first tattoo is our logo. (laughs) He showed me up. I don't even have our logo tattooed (laughs) yet, so I was like, okay. (laughs) I can keep putting on temporary tattoos, but yeah, yeah. It's, the support has been unbelievable. That's awesome. So I'm eternally grateful to everyone. I, I, yeah. Go Normally on. I'm a chatty person, and when I talk about how much people have done for us, I just choke up. Like That's unbelievable. Perfect. Well, there's no more
0: beers to go over. If you want to look at that camera and just kind of plug whatever you want to plug, then uh, the one on the, the right there. Yeah. yeah. Trying to think of whatever more. you I'm want. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you guys for watching this. I appreciate everyone for being a part of this. Thank you for having me here. Um, If you haven't visited us, please do give us a shot. Food, cider, wine, beer. We have everything, or at least we try to have everything. Tons of our own beers on tap, stuff that you can't get at the local places we distribute to. We've got a new patio, dog-friendly fire tables. If it's cold, we've got huge fire. If it's hot, we'll turn the fire off. Something for everyone, I hope. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers! Thanks for checking out On Tap
0: Brewers. If you can leave a comment on the YouTube video, or just leave us a uh, a um, what do they call that? Like a five star review. If it's not five stars, don't even bother. But anything can help at this point. Share, like, subscribe, all the places, all that good stuff. Hit the bell notification, whatever they want us to do. Anyways, um,
1: thanks for checking out On Tap Brewers, and we can't wait to uh, to show you the videos that we got behind the scenes of these guys. What's up, guys? It's Nate from Wandering Hop. I wanna give a huge shout out to Tap Brewers. Go check out their Facebook, their Instagram. Follow, like, love, five-star reviews. Seriously, if you're gonna give them less, maybe just go somewhere else.
0: But yeah, these guys are doing great
1: things for the beer community. I can't thank them enough for promoting us, putting our name out there, helping everyone know about the beer that's in the valley pacific northwest everywhere i mean there's so much good beer get on your phone find something go wander thank you guys thank you man cheers cheers